Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. Now it's the total opposite around tax time. I don't have much work to do and I can't wait to see how much I've oversaved because they're going to pay me back. Almost every year I get money back. It just changed everything about my mentality around taxes now that it's easy to plan. Okay, so get an accountant, make sure they handle your stuff and help me dictate where I'm going. The topic is agent financials. And I want to start with talking about a real estate agent's back end, their financial structure, okay? And how you should be managing your finances in real estate. It's really important for, and and very few agents do this, to operate with two things. You need to operate with some sort of budget. I don't care who you are, how much you sell. And to know that if you're above budget or behind budget, you need to know a profit loss. So you got to have a profit loss statement. If you do not have one of those things or both of those things in place, typically you end up like 80 to 90% of the agents out there, the ones that struggle to get business because they can never afford anything because you never know how much you have in your profit. You never know if you can afford that marketing. You never know if you can afford to go to that conference. You never know that you can afford to buy a coach. You never know that you can afford to hire an admin. You never know that you can afford to do anything. You just think you can't because things are tight or um, you know, you haven't had a closing in three weeks or you know, the market changed a little bit. What ends up happening is you just kind of do things based on emotion. You're not really running a logical business. It's, it's based on you know, the only time that you're willing to actually push your business forward, which is hiring some sort of administrative support to help out your customer service, putting money for marketing, hiring a real estate coach, whatever it is, it's going to take you forward. It's going to be uncomfortable. I promise you spending money and increasing expense, it never is. But what you're going to do is you're only going to do it when you're just, you know, raking in the money, which means you're, you know, it's in the middle of like the busiest season ever and you have tons of closing. It's when you don't have time to do it. You don't feel like you need more marketing because you got plenty of business. You don't have the time to interview and hire an admin. You don't even need a coach at that point in time. All these different things that is going to take you to the next level. If you wait till when you can totally feel like it emotionally, it just won't happen. So basically what you're doing is just kind of looking your finger and going, hmm, when do I feel like it? You're not making a logical decision based on a PL or a budget. That's why. So what happens is you make no logical decisions with your business going forward. They're all based on emotions. So you got a freaking basket case running your business. You're up, you're down, you're highly volatile. Make sense? That I mean, that's the problem. And I mean, no one thinks they emotions should dictate the course of their business, but a budget and a PL sounds pretty good. I think most people will agree that that's all right. So that's why it's important for everyone. You just can't go forward with it. Everybody else says, well, once I have enough business, I'll start managing that. No, it doesn't work that way for the exact same reasons, guys. There is never, ever, ever too early enough time to know your your agent financial models, okay? So it's really important for us to know. The first thing is the first thing. 
things have changed a lot in real estate. And there was a time like, you know, five, 10 years ago, where I used to tell people to like manage their own chart of accounts, manage their own QuickBooks, manage their own Excel spreadsheets. And I showed them how I used to like give you forms and and and, and you, you could itemize all your expenses and keep track. And I even had spreadsheets and things like that. And I mean, you talk about boring stuff, but I had all that stuff and I give that to people. Uh, I actually, you know, we'd help people with QuickBooks and how to run their own business in QuickBooks and administrative assistants used to do that for my top teams, all of those things. We used to have to do all that. We don't have to do any. That's the neat thing. Accounting for real estate agents got so simple all of a sudden because of a magical, magical technological advancement that no one really even knows happened. It's about the most boring, otherwise boring advancement of all times, but it changed agent financials forever. Here's what it was. Banks started doing online banking and granting accountants administrative access into their clients' bank accounts. When that happened, the world changed. And it got so easy. I mean, there was a time where at the end of the year, I used to get all my financial stuff together for my accountant. I mean, you talk about archaic. I know half you do this at least, but I did. That's why I'm tongue in cheek trying to trying to get you off your duff. But I literally would get all my financial stuff together at the end of the year. It'd take me forever. I dreaded New Year's because New Year's Eve means, you know, I have to start doing this. Like I have to start getting it to. So I dread it. And I would just calendar time over like January weekends to just get this all done. You know, it was horrible. And only then after I got all that information together and gave it to my accountant, would I then learn what the damage was? Because I had no freaking idea. And you do realize that's way too late to do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like it's already the next year. I can't go back and increase expenses in the last year. I can't go back and undo all that. So it's too late. All I'm doing is using my accountant to help me out with the rear view mirror, stuff that I've already passed. I need not just an accountant to prepare my taxes. I need an accountant to help me be a CFO, a chief financial officer that helps me look out the front windshield and help me dictate where I'm going. I got to have a, not just a CPA to prepare my taxes. I got to have accountants and it doesn't cost me anymore. In fact, your accountant will love you because he's actually keeping up with your financials throughout the course of the year. So he doesn't have as much work at the end of the year during his busy tax season with all the other losers that waited to the end of the year to give him everything. I hope that got you going. Somebody. Yeah, yeah good. The uh, I've been that loser too. I'm just not a loser anymore. The uh, So uh, that's the difference, right? Look at the souls of every something. So yeah, so no. Uh, so that's the idea. So throughout the year, that's what we're trying to do is we're going to give them administrative access. And at first it's kind of weird, you know, because he doesn't know what half those deposits are, half those expenses are. Um, and your account, mine's a he, so I say he. So he'll, he'll go through there and say, hey, 
you know, I, what's this, what's that? But, you know, and after a while though, he gets it. Now, now he doesn't need to ask me anymore. He knows like who the payor and payees are. They're relatively the same people all the time. They know, you know, if I'm a real estate agent, those are commission deposits, you know, I know, so I know what those are. Um, you can go in and adjust your ledgers on online banks too. So it keeps track of the property addresses and you can do memos in them after you, after you do a deposit or after you pay an expense. Typically most online banks will let you go back in and, and create a little memo. And that memo is actually for your accountant. If it's something big, unusual or weird and somehow. And then what happens is he can kind of keep up with your accounts and every, every quarter he can generate a profit and loss for you which we are going to go over. And then you can kind of see where you're at. You can compare that to your budget, which we're going to go over and see if you're behind or ahead and why. And now you can make decisions throughout the year before the damage is done, right? It's not uncommon for me. I always schedule a meeting with my accountant the last two weeks of October, every time. Why? because we've gone through the first three quarters of the year. So we're nine months in, done. By October 15th, he can give me a P&L, a profit and loss statement, showing me all the profit I've brought in, all the revenue and all the expenses for the first nine months. And then what will happen is we'll be able to talk about it. And now I've got all of November, all of December to decrease my profit. Why do I want to decrease my profit? I want to limit my tax liability. I don't want to pay a lot in taxes. So maybe if I'm having a very profitable year and I don't have any deductions and he can see that, I'm going to start prepaying all my marketing expenses for next year, all in advance. A lot of our coaching clients will prepay all of their coaching for the next year in December. Any, you know, pay for your CRM all in advance next year. You know what I mean? Give, you know, bonuses to administrative staff members, prepay any marketing expenses, everything, anything. I mean, maybe it's time to buy that new car. You know, maybe let's don't wait till next year. Let's do it now because boy, you can get big deductions off cars. Make sense? So all of a sudden, you know when to make those expenses to decrease that tax liability because I'm actually, I know where my finances are. I'm looking at them and I'm making decisions about how to move in the in the future. So the key is this, we need to get in a, to be able to do all this and, and make good informed decisions. We need to have an accountant that acts like a CFO with us. We need to have accountants that acts like a CFO with us. What'll end up happening is that accountant will do this work with, for you. You've got to have an accountant that works with you throughout the year. So that's number one. I want an accountant that can do a couple things for me. Number one, you can, you, you will not just be like a CPA end of the year accountant. I need a, a full service accountant. And here's what I mean by full service. They need to do some things for me. If I have a real estate team or want to have a real estate team, you better, better be able to handle my payroll. That's number one. And that's real easy. They almost all do. They'll work with a paychecks or an ADP or one of those payroll companies, sure. But they'll work with them and handle everything, right? They'll, they'll, they'll know how much to withhold. They'll do all that. And you don't have to mess with it because that's not fun. And we got more important things to be doing generating business, okay? That's the first thing every one of my teams has, okay? Number two, I want them to be able to get administrative access into my bank accounts and generate profit losses 
monthly. So I want a monthly P&L, okay? So I want them to be able to do that. And they will have no problem with that. Why? Because that's just them staying up to date throughout the year on your accounts. If you have a business credit card that is not tied to a bank account like a debit card, that's fine too. They can get administrative access to that, by the way, okay? Next thing I need them to do is I need them to actually be able to pay my taxes in quarterlies, okay? I don't want you paying your taxes in one lump sum at the end of the year anymore. That is dangerous. I cannot tell you how many people have coached with Eisenhower Coaching and proudly because of that, they ended up making a lot of money they weren't used to making. And then we have to spend the next year trying to keep them out of bankruptcy court because they didn't realize that they had to pay a lot of taxes <laughs> when you make a lot of money. Happens all the time. If you don't save enough for Uncle Sam, you gotta pay him eventually, right? So we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we make sure that we have an accountant who sees this coming and then you're paying your quarterly estimated taxes every three months, a quarter of the year in advance. Now, some of you may pay quarterlies already, which is great, but they're usually estimated based on last year's tax exposure. Like you pay taxes for that last year and they just assume you're gonna do the same thing next year, so you pay the same amount. But you, you know as well as I do, things change in real estate. So unless your accountant is keeping up to date on your P&L and seeing how much you're making year to date each month, he's not gonna know how much you actually are going should be paying in quarterly estimates this year. Make sense? So we have to let them in. So that's what we need. I need someone to actually pay your quarterlies for you and you're gonna pay them in advance. You're just gonna pay them at the end of the year. You don't even have this big tax bill. Oftentimes I get money back because I've overly paid them. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. Because I too, when I sold real estate literally decades ago, um, I can tell you that it was a nightmare for me because I never really knew how much to be saving, how much to be spending. And I would just get crushed, you know, with work and money I had to pay the following year. And it was horrible. It was horrible. Some years I could barely pay it. I had to file for extensions. One year I remember I had to get on a payment plan. It just sunk me. I just had no idea. And, um, and it was just absolutely brutal. Now it's the total opposite around tax time. I don't have much work to do and I can't wait to see how much I've oversaved because they're gonna pay me back. Almost every year I get money back. It just changed everything about my mentality around taxes now that it's easy to plan. Okay, so get an accountant, make sure they handle your stuff. And if you get to know an accountant like this, now you've got a CFO where you can make decisions. Like I, like I said, schedule a meeting every October and talk with them about it. And make plans at the end of the year so that you don't have a huge tax liability. And then you do get money back. And you'll start making informed decisions. You'll start to realize, man, I need more expenses. All of a sudden, the courage to grow your business starts to become very, very easy once you can tie a profit and loss to a budget. And that's why it's so important to do that. You'll start looking out the front window and you'll actually be using your accountant to now make decisions for you too. Um, and accountants, you know, they charge usually per the hour. So it depends how complex your business expenses are. Like, you know, they don't usually charge you much throughout the year um, because they're not doing much work. It's all for tax prep, right? So, I mean, 
I have a lot of tax prep because I own a lot of real estate. And that's what takes, if you own rental property or real estate, that takes them the most time, believe it or not. It's a lot harder to do that than your returns. Um, There's just a lot of accounting there. So, um, but you know, I, I probably pay my accountants $6,000 a year, but I think 4,000 of that is because of real estate. Um, I think it probably end up costing you two to $3,000 a year. And because you don't have P&Ls and you don't use budgets, you don't know that that's not a lot of money, but you'll start to see guys, you've got to spend money on good accountants. That's so important. You got to spend money on a good lawyer. You got to spend money to go anywhere in this business, in any business. You've got to invest money and time in your business, not just time. Another reason why coaching is so freaking important. Otherwise people just get stuck forever. So that's the idea. Now, so start looking out the front window so you have a financial planner on your board of directors too, and that's your account, okay? Now, the other thing I want you to do is two other things with regards to managing, okay? I'm seeing, you know, Kristen just chimed in and said 200 a month to manage your books like I'm saying. That's, you know, again, saying exactly what I would expect, right around, you know, 2,000 bucks. Very reasonable, you know, and they'll do all those things for you. So as you grow, you know, they're handled. I think that's great. Very, very smart expense. And that's the deal. You got to start getting comfortable with expenses to grow. You're just going to have to. I mean, once you get to a point where you're generating more business than one person can handle, that's when it gets tough. That's honestly what most people call Eisenhower coaching. That's where we get most of our clients because that's what we do. We coach the teams and the businesses, not just the solo agents. So um, that's the idea. So I want you to have three bank accounts. Bank account number one is just your normal old bank account. It's the one you normally use. Then I want you to have an operation account. So that's, or that's your operating account, the one you run out of your business, okay? That's your business account. And then, I, and then the, you know, once we set up a PL, I want you to have two line item expenses every single month. One of which is a payment into your second bank account which is your investment savings account. That's, you're gonna either use that money to invest in real estate or invest in whatever you like to invest in, or just if you're a money hoarder, you know, peace be with you, but save your money, I guess. Watch it go down in value. Either way, it's your savings account. I, I want you to have a money where you actually don't just live paycheck to paycheck, where you invest and, you know, you know build your empire. You can take your vacations out of it if you, if you want to too. And then I also want a light item expense. And these are direct deposits, man. I want these babies just pulling out of your account. Account transfers that automatically happen. The other one's gonna go into your tax savings account because you're gonna, it's gonna be, let's say the accountant says, hey, I want you paying every quarter $5,000 in taxes. Or let's say 6,000, that's just a rounder number. So I want you paying 6,000 every quarter because I think you're gonna owe 24,000 in taxes at the end of the year. That's what it's looking like. So I want you to pay 6,000 four times a year. And in each quarter, there's three months, which means you would need to save $2,000 per month. So you'd have a $2,000 payment going out of your operating account into your tax savings account. So when you had to pay your quarterlies every three months, the money's already there, it's been saved. And at the end of the year, depending on how much you decide you're gonna be able to put into your investment savings account, you know, it might, my wife and I have a huge number, a very uncomfortable number. It's the biggest expense we have. And when you up, that's because we were starting to have too much money in the bank account. And when you have too much money in the bank account, that's not good. That's just, that's bad investing. You're not getting a return on that. And in fact, in this inflationary time, you know, you're losing money is inflation. You're losing 8.5% 8, 8 or whatever inflationary rate, you know, we're at going the wrong way. So we want to get a return on our money. It needs to be invested in something. 
So the best thing to do is forcibly keep your bank account low. I know that's contrary to most money, you know, most amateur money managers, but good money managers will always tell you that and have it working for you. So put it in the stock market. I put everything in real estate, right? That's just my thing. That's up to you. That's dealer's choice on that. But I want you investing on passive income coming back at you. I know I've got a lot of passive income. I can retire. I've got all that because I've always been investing. I've always stashed money away. I force myself to do it. Now we've upped the amount and it's very, it's by far our biggest payment is into that. And then we got to spend it every year. We got to go buy more investments, buy more real estate. And you treat that like an expense, both those two payments into those other two bank accounts, your investment account and your tax account are going to come out automatic first. You got to pay those every month. That's why you make sure you get paid. And then we're always going to try to keep two to three months emergency cash in your operating uh, account, your main account, okay? So that's a two to three month cushion. So how, you know, look at how much your monthly expenses would be to keep the ship running for two to three months. If you're Dave Ramsey, it's three months. If you're a normal human being, two months. Whichever, I don't know how conservative you want to be. But keep that pad in your operating account in case there's a slow closing month or two or three. And then after that, that, so that's our emergency pad that stays in there. We, once we get that built up, then we can start our two new accounts. So our taxes are paid in advance. And if we paid too much, don't worry, you get it all back. It's so fun. Do it all the time. Or you've got yourself a big investment account. And remember, this is all tax-free money. You're not going to have to pay taxes on any of this. Why? You're already paying them every month. It's freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. Okay. So that's how we're going to actually manage accounting for the real estate agent. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.